Welcome back. Today's question is how do you handle the breakdown? Balancing building a successful business and being a superstar mom is hard. And yet, in today's digital world, it's more common than ever. The question becomes, how do we successfully grow a business and children at the same time? Join us for a candid conversation as we share our experiences and insights into marketing and motherhood. I'm Jesse Valle. And I'm Angela Reeder. Welcome to the Marketing Moms Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Marketing Moms Podcast. So Angela and I wanted to talk to you guys today about the breakdown. You know them, those ugly cry moments when everything seems to be going wrong and everybody needs something from you all at the same time. So you just stop and break down. Yep. I don't know if any of you follow our Instagram feed that I did post a couple weeks ago about a breakdown that I had and it was... (laughs) My hus- I had gotten up and I had forgotten to set up the coffee pot. So there was no coffee when I woke up at 530 in the morning to get my middle schooler up. And I it mean, just sort of... that can cause anybody to break down. Right. <laughs> As I sit here <laughs> sipping on my coffee. Like, what? Snowballed from there. It was one of those. I don't know if anybody else has these, but everyone. So I have a moment where I'm like, if I don't do it, it's not going to get done. And so it's like every time I turned around, I was seeing something that I should have done that I forgot to do or didn't feel like doing. And then it just didn't get done. And it just sort of snowballed where I got stuck in this thing where I was like, you know, it's all of the more of the mental load, like keeping track of which kids are going to school which day and what I'm doing for my clients and my business and groceries and laundry and meal planning and all of that stuff. And it just felt really overwhelming. And Jesse and I have always talked about being real and also balancing things. And the real of that is that sometimes things don't balance. Like it's hard, especially when you're in a transition, like right now with school starting We are in a transition of going from summer where my kids could just wake up whenever they wanted. I could get up a few times and get them snacks or breakfast. And then, you know, they would mostly just go play the rest of the day to I have to get them up at a certain time. I have some kids in school and some kids not in school because of hybrid and contact tracing and school shutting down. And I have kids in different buildings. And so everything's sort of in this transitional state where it's really hard to balance that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, another reason I really wanted to talk about this topic as well is because I also, I haven't got to the point of the ugly cry yet, but I've been very close (laughs) recently because I, in my business have taken on a little too much right now with some extra clients And it felt like it was all coming to a head because I just wasn't able to get everything accomplished in my work time while still being with my kids. Like even last night, I was standing there. We had two hours to bedtime and I, for a split second, thought, should I just pull out my computer and start working while they're playing? And then I was like, no, this is my time with my kids. If I'm going to work tonight, it's going to be after they go to bed. So I did not pull out my computer. Instead, I pulled out a puzzle 
and we did a Spider-Man puzzle on the floor and it was great. Nice. (laughs) And I bet your work was a little bit better having had that brain break. It was. And I realized that I was able to sit down for a little bit after they went to bed last night and I did accomplish a couple things that I really wanted to get done. And so I went to bed feeling so much better than I had earlier in the day. But the big thing for me was prioritizing. Yep. Like, and that is the hardest thing for me. When I feel like everybody wants something from me all at the same time, um, I have a hard time prioritizing because I think, well, they're all important. They're all urgent. (laughs) If you have listened to one of our past episodes about the urgent and important stuff, like that's kind of how you start to prioritize things. Like what's urgent and important? Well, it feels like all of them. So how do Mm -hmm. I choose? Especially when you have a service business because like when you have several clients wanting something, like your clients are all equally important. Mm -hmm. And if they all have something that is equally urgent (laughs) – Yeah, You sort of get stuck. So what I do in those moments is I add the personal touch. I stop and I think about what's important to me in my life. That's one of the reasons why we fill out our our Cultivate What Matters power sheets every month is because it helps center us when – when everything seems like chaos and it helps center us and reminds us what's important, what do we want to focus on this month and what are we going to do to get it done? So I, I stop and I think about, okay, well, what was on my power sheets? What's really important to me in this moment? And that's what I had to do last night. Cause I was like, you know what, in this moment, my kids are, you know, two and six and they're only going to be two and six once. And I'm not going to miss this. The work will be there when they go to bed. The work will be there tomorrow. And I'm going to choose. And that's the other. Sorry. I, I'm not like meaning to ramble, but you guys know me no, by now. Ahead. I'm a rambler. <laughs> I, I learned it from my mom, the stream of consciousness. Shout out to my mama. Um, What's that law? The one that that things will expand to the time allotted. Tasks will expand to the time allotted Ooh, or something like that. It, yes, it basically means about. that if you have five tasks and five minutes to get them done, you're going to get them done in five minutes. If you have an hour to get those five tasks done, you're going to take the entire hour to get them done. So that's what's that's the crazy thing is like even if you have less time to get something done, you're going to get it done. Now, I know that sometimes that means that the quality might not be where you want it to be, but it can be done, right? Yeah. So the same thing about housework, for example. It is amazing what you can get done if you set a timer for 10 minutes and just go. Yes. Because you know there's an end to the time. You know it's not that long and you can just go, 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 go. But if you stop and you're like, oh, I got to do housework and Mm -hmm. vacuuming and dusting and dishes and wiping counters, it's going to take you all day. But it is amazing what you can get done setting a timer for 10 minutes. And I get the kids involved. Like they start picking up their toys and I, and it's like a race. Come on, guys. We only have four minutes and 35 seconds left. <laughs> yes, I do that with my kids. I tell them set a 10-minute timer and pick up every 
piece of clothing you can find in your room, put it in your laundry basket or whatever, and see if you can get all of it by the time the timer runs out. Oh, and that is apparently Parkinson's law. There we go. Parkinson's law. Tasks will work expands so as to fill the time available for its completion. And also when I went to Google it, I put in law tasks and Google filled out the rest for me. (laughs) Famous. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And I, I think it's important to remember that like, setting those priorities and taking time to reflect on what's important to you in this season can make a huge difference in like your stress level. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. I, uh, I likened it yesterday to my husband. I was like, do you know how every once in a while you go grocery shopping and it seems like you're out of everything all at once? Like mm-hmm. all of the little extraneous stuff like salt or, you know what I mean? <laughs> Not the normal, you have to buy it every week stuff like milk, but like salt or baking soda or, you know, mm-hmm. whatever. And every once in a while, it just seems like you have that grocery shop where it's like you're out of all of the extra little things that you don't have to buy very often all at the same time. And you end up with this really big, complicated grocery list. And I feel like every once in a while, life gets that way where it's like, you're transitioning from summer to school, all of the clients all of a sudden need stuff all at the same time, and your kids are being extra hard to get up in the morning because all of a sudden they have to wake up, and so they're cranky in the afternoon, and it's like all at one time. But it's important to remember that like it's okay to have the breakdown, but then you have to stop and look and see what is, what is the thing that caused the breakdown. <laughs> Mm -hmm. For me, it was the fact that I felt like I was taking on the majority of the mental load for the house. And so I had to stop and say, okay, that was the thing that like really was the straw that broke the camel's back. What can I do to fix that so that it's not an issue as much in the future? And that might look like telling my husband, hey, you're in charge of keeping track of which kids in school today or you know, having my kids set their own alarm clock so that I don't have to remember to go up and get them up at a certain time in the morning. Like the breakdown is a place to start repairing things and start finding that balance again. Yeah. And you actually just reminded me, I had heard on a, uh, on a podcast one time actually about this book and it's called Burnout, The Secret to Unlocking the Stress Cycle. And it's by Emily and Amelia Nagoski. They are sisters. And the interesting thing is to break the stress cycle, there are different things that you can do. And one of them is the ugly cry, right? So there is a purpose to breaking down and having the ugly cry. Um, There are other reasons that other ways you can break the stress cycle. Like sometimes it's working out. That's why some people, when they get really stressed, they go work out and they feel so much better. It's um, putting that added, you know, physical stress on your body that somehow releases the stress. I don't know the science behind it. These two women are very good at the science and, and the psychology and stuff like that. So if you're having trouble with de-stressing, you should definitely check out that book. Uh, Angela and I will link to it in the in the comments below. 
for yep, the description absolutely. below. Yeah. It, um, and so that's why I'm, I guess one of my, the reasons I wanted to do this podcast was to talk about how you should not feel shame for the ugly cry because it's actually useful. Mm-hmm. And I've had those moments too where like I, I have that breakdown, I have the ugly cry, and then I'm like, okay, what's next for real? Yeah. What, am I, what am I going to do about it? I had my my moment. <laughs> what am I going to do next? Yep. Yeah, it's that kind of clarity that you get when your brain and your body are like so exhausted that they can't they can't pile on. You know what I mean? They can kind of start to focus on that important part. I saw a really cool chart the other day and I won't ever be able to find it again, I'm sure. <laughs> but it was talking about the stress and how you go from like you're normal and you feel okay and physically you feel okay and then you get into this higher stress mode and that's where you're starting to like you're getting headaches your stomach's kind of feeling anxious and then you get to that where what we would call the ugly cry part where everything just comes to a head and you sob and everything's just crazy but then you have to come back down through that part of you know feeling kind of crummy physically to get back down to normal and I think that's one of the reasons that people don't like the ugly cry is that feeling afterwards yeah but like you said the science of it I don't get but I do know that the ugly cry can be beneficial because it means something is out of balance it's your body's way of forcing you to look at what you have going on what's where you're at mentally what's going on in your life, what your priorities are. It's kind of your body's way of being like, hey, something's broken. We need to fix it. Yeah. And we as people are really good at ignoring things if we don't want (laughs) to deal with them. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I kind of look at it as that ugly cry breakdown as just being my brain's and body's way of reminding me that like something's out of whack and I need to re-look at the balance that I think I have going on and see what's starting to topple so that I can address it before it becomes like a huge issue. So it kind of sounds like you need to realign your expectations. Yes. Because a lot of times we have the breakdowns when things don't go our way because they didn't go the way we expected them to go. Right. So I'm going to poke and prod a little bit on you, Angela, After your ugly cry, what did you, what did you do? I had a big, long conversation with my husband, which is not super easy for me. Um, We have a great communication. My husband was awesome, but like the vocalization of issues is not my thing. Um, But I did, I had a big, long conversation with him. I told him like what I felt like. I told him I felt like the mental load of the house was getting at me. And, you know, he was like, yeah, you know, it's really hard to keep track of the kids' school stuff. And I was like, it's not just the kids' school stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I, I got a chance to, like, really expand. And it gave me a chance to reflect, too, where, you know, he said, yeah, it's hard to keep track of the kids' school stuff. And my brain was just immediately like, that's not it. You know what I mean? And it was just this almost physical reaction because I'd had that breakdown that I was too tired to ignore and just be like, yeah, you're right. It is hard 
to keep track of the kids. And so I was just like, it's this and this and this. And then we talked about how we could fix that. And I acknowledged that like, okay, part of it is that this week I have a lot of clients that need a lot of things all at the same time. And, you know, any of the service providers out there will know that you may have multiple clients, but they don't always need something all at the same time. You usually have two or three clients that need something and then you get something done and another client will need something. And it sort of cycles and balances. And I'm just one of those big grocery shop weeks with my clients where they Mm -hmm. all sort of need something and they all need it kind of right away and acknowledging that that's a temporary thing made a big difference. Um, And then I kind of, I took a nap for a little while. Yeah. No, that's (laughs) that's up my alley too. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) To just kind of reset and like restart the day. And I also had an extra cup of coffee. Yes, I know. (laughs) For sure. No, thank you for sharing that. And I, I kind of felt the same way, right? Like I had to stop reset my expectations. And that's when I remembered the Parkinson's law thing. Like I'm going to get things done. My personality is the type where if I have something left undone, I want to get it done right away and then party later, right? Like work first, party later. And so it's really hard for me to take time to relax and party when I know that things are, you know, I have other things waiting for me. And that's something that I'm personally working on, right? Because again, I always think, okay, but there will be time to do that later calm down. <laughs> it's yep. going to be okay. Um, so I, I like how you said that you talked about what was going on mm-hmm. and you talked about how to fix it. So to me, that is that realigning your expectations so that you can tackle all the things going on. And for me, I kind of thought to myself something similar. Now, I didn't go talk to my husband um, because my I think my issue was a little more personal <laughs> because, yeah. because I did this to myself. And I realized that I'm currently taking on too much work and taking on saying yes to things that I shouldn't say yes to, whether they're paying gigs or speaking at, you know, events or... And like you said, everything seemed to come to a head at the same time. Like everything seems to be happening in this like one to two week span. And then at the same time, like that's not even accounting for my family. And so one of the things I thought is I'm going to get through this, like you said, and then I'm for sure going to manage my schedule better so that I don't have this many things going on at one time. Yep. Yeah. And Going back to the priorities, like you were talking about, you know, deciding that you were going to take time to spend with your kids. Like there are seasons and you and I both know where work sort of takes over and you have a lot of stuff to get done and you don't have as much time with kids. But knowing that being around your kids and spending time with your kids is a priority does help you carve out pieces of time even during those busy seasons to really connect with your kids and also remembering that those busy times are just shorter seasons and that this is not a forever thing that here in a few weeks, things will settle back down and you'll be spending more time with your kids Mm -hmm. makes it a little easier to go. Okay. I can just spend a couple hours tonight 
puzzling with my kids and it's going to be fine because this isn't a forever thing. This is not going to be an everyday thing. This is just the season that I'm in at the moment. Right. Right. I like that. Today's challenge is take a look at where you might be feeling pressure in your work or in your life, in your business. What is that spot that is like rapidly heading toward that ugly cry breakdown that you might be able to head off if you just make some small tweaks? Thank you for joining us today. We're so honored this is where you chose to spend your time. If this episode helped you in some way, please share it with another mom who needs to hear it. We're in this together. And if you're looking to spend even more time with us, visit marketingmomspodcast.com for more episodes, free goodies, and ways to connect. Don't forget to check out our brand new Marketing Moms book now available on Amazon.